welcome to Mercy Talk. I am one of your hosts, Melanie Wise. And I'm your other host, Jen Otero. Mercy Talk is presented to you by Mercy Multiplied, a nonprofit Christian organization that is committed to seeing hope restored and lives transformed through the love and power of Christ. Since 1983, Mercy has helped thousands of young women break free from life-controlling behaviors and struggles through our free-of-charge, biblically-based residential program. That's right. And Mercy's outreach activities are designed to educate, equip, and empower men and women of all ages to live free and to stay free. So on Mercy Talk, we want to tackle real-life issues and everyday struggles that affect our lives by applying the same biblically-based principles of freedom that we've seen effectively change lives for 35 years. To find out more, go to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Well, hey, everyone. Last week, we'd started a new discussion that is a bit of an old discussion. <laughs> yes. For a mini-series of two shows based on what we so affectionately around here call the why behind the what, which really is just a fancy name for getting to the root of things and understanding that when we are able to get to the root of things, that is where true freedom comes. Mm -hmm. And so if you joined us last week, you will know that we talked through the analogy of the tree and what each of those tree, the portions of that tree really um, come to as far as analogy in our Mm -hmm. healing process and how so often we kind of hang out in the branches and those behaviors and never really get to the root system. But that when we do, that is where that Galatians 5.1 freedom comes. It's Mm -hmm. for freedom that Christ set us free. And so being people that have an eye for the root system and really allowing the Lord to come in and to heal us at that place, suddenly stuff just starts flying off and there is truly a transformation that comes. So today we want to continue that discussion, just kind of chatting through another way of looking at this and what we is called the anatomy of a stronghold. Now this concept is found in the freedom ministry work through Bob Hamp, and it's just another really helpful model. Mm -hmm. It's another helpful way for us to look at how to overcome in a life-changing, truly transformative way. Mm -hmm. I loved it because I remember the first time I heard or I guess was part of a teaching on the anatomy of a stronghold, I remember thinking, oh, this is super helpful, but I feel like I kind of have heard something like this. Oh, it's like our tree. It's a very, (laughs) very similar um, model, mm-hmm. um, but it, it kind of unpacks it in a little bit of a different way. Yeah. And so I think sometimes people have found this to be more helpful than the other, but either way, it's really the same mm-hmm. idea behind it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to share what the anatomy of a stronghold is, the different portions of that, um, that cycle, and then, um, kind of talk a little bit more on the back end about practical application yeah. of all of this that's again, good. cause that's what we're all about here. <laughs> um, and so the anatomy of a stronghold really is is kind of describing what is it that happens when a stronghold or a, a place of bondage gets built up in someone's life? Mm-hmm. Is there kind of a, a typical process that unfolds that ends up creating this stronghold? Right. And I would submit that there there is something very similar that mm-hmm. happens. And, and if you heard our podcast last week, you know exactly what we're talking about, that this the issues that we struggle with always end up having a root system underneath it, a belief system under it that has that has created that area yeah. of bondage in our life. And so that's really kind of what this cycle unfolds as well. And so we're just going to talk through each portion. So the beginning of this cycle, it all begins with some sort of event mm-hmm. that creates 
pain. So it's typically a painful event that happens in our life. It's something that um, makes us feel vulnerable, that leaves us hurt. And and it could be a one-time event that happens, or it could be like an entire childhood. Right. (laughs) Um, But something that ends up leaving us hurt and, and vulnerable. And one thing that I would say... Um, that's kind of a little bit of a side note, but really that I think is important for us to look at when we look at these areas of pain and hurt in our lives is that so many times we try to circumvent pain mm-hmm. and and if we're being honest, we know, we all know that there is no getting around pain that's right. in our lifetime. This side of heaven, it's part of our human experience. Um, but when pain is looking us in the face, every part of us wants to run away. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't want to face this. I don't want to deal with this. I'm going to try to get around this in every possible way that I can. You know, we did a series not too long ago on on heartache and suffering. And we talked a lot about this. But, but one of the things that, I mean, I feel like I've only even recently learned about myself with some stuff that I've walked through this year um, through, through miscarriage is that the minute we found out we lost our baby, I was like, Oh no, I'm not doing this. Right. I'm not going to walk through this. I'm going to be just fine. I'm going to pretend like this never happened. And so as soon as we got home from the hospital that day, I was telling my husband, like, I want you to put all the stuff away. That's going to remind me that this happened. I deleted like every photo on my phone that was around the pregnancy. I was like, I deleted every app that I had downloaded about pregnancy. I was like, I'm getting rid of all this because I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to walk through this hard, painful stuff. I'm just going to get right around it. I'm just going to avoid it. What a joke. Mm -hmm. Like that lasted for me, you know, two hours and then I had to face it. But for some people, they've been kind of running away and trying to get around pain for years Mm -hmm. and it just never like there's no way to get around it and it not affect you. That's right. Um, And so I think sometimes for us to remember and for anybody that we're working with to remind them that God is smack dab in the middle of that that place of hurt and that place of pain. And so if I try to get around pain, I'm going to miss him. Mm-hmm. Like that's where he is. Like he's waiting for us there to, to heal, to restore, to comfort, to do all the things that he's so great at doing. And if we try to get around those things, we will completely miss him. Yeah. And so that's where the cycle begins is a painful circumstance. But I just felt like I wanted to bring in that yeah, side note so on that. And man, if you're finding yourself in that place, go back to the series that we did earlier this year on heartache and suffering because we, I mean, man, we talked all in and around and over pain. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So good. Well, in this anatomy of a stronghold after you the event has happened what then happens is a lie is formed our Mm -hmm. belief system is created from that painful event Mm -hmm. now that is not usually something that we consciously figure out what happens is something happens that's painful and then I pull a belief from that whether that's about God whether that's about myself whether Mm -hmm. about that that's about others I would even submit I was thinking about this this week a woman I was working with she had a really painful event that happened as a kid surrounding play And she is now a grown woman with children of her own. And she's really been going, what is the root of I have an aversion to like playfulness Mm. and having fun with my kids. And as we prayed this through, the Lord took her back to that painful event Mm. that happened with some abuse when she was just being a playful kid. And she was able to identify that, wow, the lie that came out of that hurtful event around play was that I am stupid when I play Mm. or that play is vulnerable and dangerous for me because that connection had been made. 
played. She never consciously decided as an eight-year-old, wow, play will be something that's hard for me as I grow older because no, that's not Mm -hmm. something we consciously Mm -hmm. do. But she was able to take it all the way back to that root system and that hurtful event that happened that created this lie about what play was that has now what 30 years later impacting her ability to mother her pa- mm-hmm. her kids in a way she wants to mm-hmm. so it's an, a place of understanding that as this anatomy of the stronghold plays out that we want to really identify what are the things that we believe based on those hurtful events that continue to allow this cycle to play out where a stronghold is then created yeah yeah I think examples are so yeah helpful it's and so talking helpful. about these models um And so moving on in this cycle, so we've started with a painful event that then informs our belief system about ourselves, about God, about other people, even about uh, things like play. Mm -hmm. Um, And then out of that pain and out of the, the, the place of deception, which I mean we know that the enemy is all in that place. Like he is a deceiver above all things. Right. And his native language is lies. That's what he and does. so this is where he comes in and he's like, Oh, I will take this painful thing that just happened. And I'm going to just fill mm-hmm. as much as possible this space with just deception and lies. Yeah. And out of those places, we then the next part of the cycle is we turn to some sort of, of defense, protection, comfort from the pain, from the lies. Um, and, and this is really where you kind of start seeing like the behavioral mm-hmm. piece, like the symptoms of the pain, the symptoms yep. of the lie. Um, if you heard last week, these are the branches on the tree, the things that we turn to as a source of protection, comfort, defense. Um, you know, I would guess that in the example that you brought up, uh, this woman has this uh aversion to play so to comfort myself or to defend myself against that I will turn to X, Y, and Z. I don't know what yep. it looked like for her. And for her, um, she she told me, she goes, Jen, every time this comes up and my kids want to play, she goes, I'll pretend for a minute and then I, I literally have to escape the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to go to my room and the kids are like, Mom, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, why are you... Like, it's co- become this point where she's like, I... It's not even like I'm not loving it. Like, I want to run from it. Mm-hmm. Like, aversion feels like a strong word, but that was really what was happening for her. And she could not wrap her mind around like why. And for her, that was that protection. I have got to protect myself from this. So I'm going to run from this situation and just go into my room. Right. Which was something similar to what her mom used to do. Mm -hmm. Isn't that Mm -hmm. interesting? Yeah. So, so yeah, we all, we all do this. Mm -hmm. I know, I know for me, I discovered throughout my lifetime was that, you know, when I was in elementary school, I kind of experienced some bullying. That was painful. I started to believe out of that, that I am unworthy and that I'm less than everybody mm-hmm. else. Cause why would they only pick on me? So I'm less than I'm inferior to right. all other people. So what did I turn to? I turned to performance and perfectionism mm-hmm. because I was like, well, when I win stuff and when I'm awesome at stuff, I get attention, I get value. And all of a sudden I feel superior to everybody else instead of inferior. So for me, what I turned to as protection and defense against those lies about who I was, I turned to perfectionism. Right. That could look completely different for everybody. I mean, some people are going to, so for me, it was something that from the outside looking in, I said this last week looked like really great. Great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that doesn't look like that's a problem. That doesn't look, I mean, for many years of my life, I didn't think it was a problem. I was like, yeah, I'm just really awesome at the stuff I do. (laughs) But it was really a place of bondage. So it can also look like the things that maybe people would consider areas of bondage. It can look like the addiction and the self-harm. It's anything that you turn to, to defend, protect, Or um, or comfort, those places of pain and those lies. 
Now, out of that, out of those uh, those things that you've turned to, um, people respond mm-hmm. in some way to those things. Now, I don't know. I'm like just kind of using this as an example with um, the woman you were describing and her kids, and maybe the people in her life are like, "Man, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just playing Go this with out, it, girl." Okay, well, she doesn't really play. She doesn't really have fun. Well, she's you know, she's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have fun. She doesn't know how to let loose. And so people start to almost treat her or maybe even speak to her in that way that like, right. this is who you are. And then that just feeds the monster. Exactly. That just feeds the like, yeah, I don't play. I don't have fun. I am boring. I don't do, I don't know how to do this. And then it just feeds that cycle all over again. And so if you really picture this as a cycle, as like a circular mm-hmm. cycle, um, pain leads to lies, leads to some sort of protection or comfort or defense and then people respond to that and then that sends you right back into a painful experience or lies and it just that cycle just keeps going and going um you know i've also used the example of like man if a kid is told that they're that they're dumb their whole Mm -hmm. life that they're stupid that they're an idiot or whatever i mean then what are the things that they do to protect and defend against that well they're going to sit in the back of the class they're never going to answer questions they may really actually end up not doing well on tests because they've got this thing going and so then the teacher responds to them in a way that makes them feel dumb again okay oh well this kid must have special needs or oh this kid is having issues in school and oh they've got a learning disability or whatever and then that just continues to feed that that cycle yeah and so that's really kind of how it all comes full circle and and at some point in there there there's got to be a, a, a stopping of that cycle and for us we talk a lot about how we can't prevent painful events happening in our lives but man can we start cutting that thing off at the point where those painful events start to feed our belief system that's right and that's really a big part of what we do with the girls in our program what we do with uh, people in the community that we work with with our keys to freedom study we're all about helping people find out what was the root of that where is that belief system getting jacked up by the enemy and how can we come in and stop the cycle at that point Mm -hmm. and when you do that cycle what happens is is that cycle goes around and around and around it ingrains that thing deeper and deeper and deeper so the better I get at identifying the painful events in my life or the people that I love and you get in there that first or second time round, it's much different than the 832nd time that that cycle has gone around in your life. Like there's just a different freedom that comes easier Mm -hmm. when you're able to get after those things early on. Mm -hmm. And it's another reason we want to be people who understand and are able to identify the root system or in this case, the stronghold going around because the more that we're able to get in and deal with our belief system or identify, wow, that is not true truth. This was a hard, say, situation, a breakup or whatever it is. And I'm, be, I'm, I have a, an ability to have an awareness of the lies that are trying to come in. If I'm able to call those out before they are able to come in and really deal with me or cause issue, that's where the freedom yeah. can come so much earlier yeah. on. It's when we don't have an awareness of this mm-hmm. and we become really victims of this cycle. Mm-hmm. That's where we can find ourselves in a whole lot of bondage. So the fact that mercy is free for us girls, like that was just so unreal to me. I couldn't believe that we didn't have to worry about finances or put that burden on our families. I already felt like I had burdened my family with so many different things. So now adding a financial burden of trying to get me better just felt like 
it was just too much to bear. So being able to go there, go there free, not having to worry about finances was just like, honestly such a relief and just one less thing to worry about. And so to the people who are giving and donating, I mean, it's been the most life-changing thing for me. And I can't say thank you enough. I can't imagine having to navigate finances while working on my issues at the same time and all that. It would just be such an, an additional layer. And so having that freedom, um, I mean, I just like, I can't say thank you enough. It means the world to me. It changed my life and I'm able to do what I do now because of it. So thank you. So please consider supporting this free programming by giving a gift at mercymultiplied.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. You know, I, I'm thinking a lot of people probably approach this from a place of like, I've got an issue or an area of bondage and I want to break free of this. Help mm -hmm. me. And we kind of can walk through all this kind of stuff. But I would say that this is at work in everyone's life, whether mm -hmm. or not you're aware of it. That's and right. for me personally, I don't think I even knew that I had an area of bondage in my life. Mm -hmm. Um until the Lord started showing me this stuff and breaking me free. And I was like, holy cow, I did not even realize that right. that area of that, that, that stronghold had been built up in my life. And so sometimes it's a place of going like, Lord, I just want to live free. I right. just want to live free. I want to stay free. I want to do this thing. So I'm just going to look at this. Um, and I want you to show me if there's something that I'm missing here, because it actually, for me, required me to go back to, okay, I was pretty aware of lies. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's typically a pretty easy place for people to start yep. is like, I feel like there's a, there's some, something feels off like, here. I do often think this thought or believe this thing about myself. So what's, where did that start? Yes. Like, where did that come from? So and so then I had to go backwards to painful events and then, and then let the Lord into those places. And then it was only until I'd recognized lies and hurt that I started seeing what it had formed in my life. Yeah. Holy cow. That's why I X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. That's why I do that. That's why I do this. And it, it, so sometimes it doesn't mean that you start from like, Oh, well, where's my area of bondage? And now I need to look at this cycle or this tree analogy. It's sometimes it's like, let's look at the analogy and then you can start to see where it's informed totally. behaviors and attitudes in your life. Mm -hmm. um, so either way it works, you know? And it's amazing when the Lord starts to put his finger on those painful events or that root system and you're like, oh my gosh, I had forgotten completely mm, about that. Yes. How often he brings up a memory or sometimes he'll bring up a, that event and you're like, wow, I had no idea that impacted me the way that it did. Yep. But now that the Lord's bringing it up and revealing it, there's just this, this sudden revelation of like, oh my gosh, no, mm -hmm. like you said, no, one wonder that's mm -hmm. something I like it all just starts to make sense and as you experience that it just starts to crumble away the things that need to go it's yeah. just such a neat thing because so often it's something we don't even remember or if we do we have minimized it to a point where we don't understand mm -hmm. how much it actually impacted us mm -hmm. it's healing is such a cool thing mm -hmm. when we allow the Lord to into it so yeah. another thing that we want to really I think sometimes it is that practical place of this is all awesome but how do I do this and one way that we have found really is helpful to get to the root is to ask good questions. Because if I'm not asking questions that help lead me to an, a good answer, it can kind of kind of fall flat. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes, and this is just a couple of those examples, um, is you can ask yourself as well as people that you're working with to kind of get to the root and to kind of find out what's happening. Often it's really coming down to the first question of going, 
How is my relationship mm-hmm. with God? How is your relationship with God? Are you hearing from him? Do you have a connection with him? Because I will say so little of this can happen apart from God. This yeah. is not stuff we can just pull out in our humanity. I'm not that smart and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. God really is smart. He's a smart guy. And so when we connect with him and we have that relationship, that is foundational to everything that we're talking about. Really spending time in God's word. How is your prayer life? How is that connection, that heart to heart place? Mm-hmm. Who are you surrounding yourself with? What are you surrounding yourself with? What does your media use look like? All of those types yeah. of things. Is there anything that God's been showing you or teaching you lately? Um, how connected are you with other Christians? That kind of thing. Often even that place of going, are you serving others? And ultimately really going where are the lies in my life? Like we've already said, how do I begin to identify the things that the enemy is throwing at me? And if Mm -hmm. I have all of these other things built into my life, if I have Christian community, if I'm spending time with the Lord, if I'm serving others, if I have this stuff built in, there is going to be that different connection with the Lord where then I'm able to identify the things that are happening in my world. If I'm isolated and tucked away and in protection mode all the time, I'm telling you, I will not have as much strategy. I will not have as much clarity. There will not be as much room for revelation in my life for me to overcome if I don't have some of these other things in place Mm -hmm. so that I can get to the root. Yeah. I mean, those are, those are good questions. Um, and actually at our workshops, we give almost a full page of those types of questions to our attendees of like questions to not only have on hand for yourself, mm-hmm. but also for the people that you're helping and that you're working with. Because I think uh, if if you're working with someone and helping someone who's got a, a struggle with um, an addiction, for example, if every time you meet up with them, all of your conversation and all your questions to them revolves around their addiction, right. like, how are you doing with that? When's the last time you did that? What about, you know, then the message that they're receiving out of that is like, okay, so this is all about my addiction. This is all about my issue that we're trying to fix. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you surprise them by the first question coming out of your mouth being like, what has the Lord showed you this week? They're like, wait, what? I thought we're talking about my issue with my, you know, but like the more you're focused on these deeper root level, heart level questions that communicates something to the person that you're working with of like, oh, I think this is about more than just my external issue getting fixed, you know? Mm -hmm. But I also think it's so important to to really invite the Lord into these questions, especially Mm -hmm. when you're asking them for yourself, because goodness knows every last one of us has blind spots in our lives and things that we just don't see. And so it's not just about me asking myself, you know, how am I doing with the Lord or, you know, my surroundings, who I'm spending time with, what I'm doing. It's not just about me answering those questions for myself. It's me going, uh... So, Lord, what do you think about this? Exactly. What about the people that I'm spending my time with? What do you have to say about that? You know, because the Lord will really sometimes reveal things that you would never have been able to Mm -hmm. figure out on your own, like you just said. Um, And so I think when the Lord starts to reveal those things, he's just so good. He's just so practical and he's so good to to reveal to us those practical changes that we need to make. Maybe I don't need to spend as much time doing this or being around these people or just very, just very daily practical things that you can build in into your life as he does that deeper heart healing work in your life. And you know that there's that saying we often say that when God reveals, he does it because he wants to heal. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's even that place of encouragement too. And, and really going, okay, Lord, 
in addition to all these other questions, are, do I have any blind spots? Like you said, Mel, how many of us are walking through life, even helping other people, feeling like we've got it? We've got, I'm all right. Yeah. I've got it on lockdown. I'm cool. Yeah. But are we brave enough to go, Lord, mm. are there any blind spots? <laughs> Are we brave enough to go, is there anything in my life, God, that I need your perspective on that I'm mm-hmm. missing some things? And if so, am I then willing to do what it takes to overcome at that next level? Because the reality is when I just grow stagnant, I'm not growing and I want to continue growing. And so sometimes that may require that place of checking in and not just about my relationship or the people I'm surrounding myself with or if I'm serving or I'm in church. All those things are so important. But even that place of going, Lord, I'm going to be bold enough to go, how am I doing? Yeah. Is there anything that you want to just kind of call me up higher in, in order to position me for the days to come to? Am I bold enough to ask that question mm-hmm. and to give him space to reveal so he then can heal? Mm-hmm. And so really just wanting to encourage listeners, even as we wrap up today, like be bold enough to ask those questions. Even if you're in a season where you're like, I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you're going to go stir the pot and have to go into like eight years of therapy. That's not what we're saying. But there is a place of going, Lord, how do I get to those places in my life that maybe I'm not seeing? Or maybe I'm actually really totally avoiding and I'm not sure I want to go to, Mm -hmm. but giving him that space to do that so that he can take us to new levels of wholeness and a new level of really being able to use by him in some really cool ways. Because there's always more. Yeah, there really is. Like there's until the day you die, there's always more. There's always more healing. There's always more freedom. (laughs) And, um, And so I think that means that none of us are really off the hook on this of like, yeah, I did all that and I'm good now. I'm cool. That was great. (laughs) Um, but just knowing that no matter how, um, free you may feel today and praise Jesus. If you do, if you're like, man, I just really feel like I'm walking in freedom. That is amazing. And guess what? There is more. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what is that next thing? And what is that next layer? Um, and, and I just, I know that there's going to be people who probably listen to this that are just like, I cannot figure out what the root is to my stuff. Like I got stuff and I don't know, I don't know that I can identify what, what's at the root of all of this. Mm -hmm. And, And even maybe some of the belief system, I don't know. And, and the great thing is, is that you don't have to yeah the lord really knows like down to every minute detail what is at work in your life and every painful event and every lie that you've ever believed and the moment you started to believe it i mean he knows it all and i encourage you with that if you're trying to kind of work through some of your own things but i definitely encourage you with that if you are working with other people because I think sometimes we can know somebody's story and we can know the stuff they're struggling with and we're like oh I totally know everything on your tree I know every root I know every lie I've heard enough I've got it all figured out don't worry and oh my goodness how the Lord knows in more detail yeah. and, and sometimes the things that seem so obvious to us like oh you struggle with that oh well, it's because you believe this and because you were hurt in this way and it can be completely that's off so true like, it really can't like no that's actually Actually, not at all was at the root of that. It seems like that. That would make logical sense to you. But only the Lord knows every single root issue that's at work in our lives and how it has affected every other event that's affected every other event and every other lie. Like he knows every detail. And so the importance, the to vital importance mm-hmm. of bringing him into those places um, for our own lives and for sure for the people that we're working with um, to let him reveal 
because he wants to. Like yeah. he's not holding back on you in this. It's not so like true. he's trying. Like sometimes does he allow things to be revealed over time and through process? Absolutely, because he knows what we can handle. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing that that he is in this with you and he is rooting for you and he wants yeah. to reveal this stuff to you is just so important. It's so awesome. Well, as we wrap up, we do want to just encourage listeners if this is something that you're like, yeah, this is something I need to be looking into. We just want to encourage you to check out our Keys to Freedom study. We spend a large portion really setting the stage yeah. and talking through the root system and identifying things and walking through the stronghold. It's just that place of going, okay, if you need some additional resource, that is a great one to go to. You can go right on our website at mercymultiplied.com backslash resources. You'll see it there. You can order them. Um, it's just a helpful resource we want to continue to point people back to because sometimes it's one thing to listen to a podcast and go, okay, but I know for me, if I have something in front of me that I can work through, it just helps the process go differently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it may be that you need that. And so we want to encourage you with that as well. In addition to that, we also have our next Empower Workshop coming up October 2nd and 3rd. It's right around the corner, yeah. it feels like. Registration closes September 16th. If you have ever been encouraged to come or it's something you've been curious about, I just encourage you to come. It's two days of super fun. We have such a good time, but it also is a really time of great encouragement. We laugh because so often people come ready to be equipped to be helpers and that happens, but they also leave going, wow, that was so for me. I like mean, the Lord had so much people for in me. <laughs> yep. It actually is kind of the little giggle setup that we uh, have that we're like, oh, you all just, you just wait and see what God has. Mm-hmm. But it's isn't that how it works? Yeah. If I'm in a better place, I'm then really, I am equipped. It's not just about some sort of techniques. Yep. I'm equipped because I'm healthier and I'm in a more whole place to then help people move into that place. And mm-hmm. so we just encourage you, go online, check it out. Mercymultiply.com backslash empower workshops, mm-hmm. I believe, if you check that out. And it's empower with an M, not E-M power. Yep. Were you going to say something? Mm-hmm. No, I was going to say that. You were going to say that yeah. because it's important to know how it's spelled. So check that out. We hope that you join us and we'll see you next week. We hope you enjoyed the show today. If you have any thoughts or questions about what we discussed, or if you'd like to share your ideas for future podcast topics, please let us know by emailing us at mercytalk at mercymultiply.com. And if you're enjoying Mercy Talk, be sure that you go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and to leave us a five-star review. We also want to remind you that Mercy Multiplied and Mercy Talk are funded solely by donors, and we are so thankful for the support of so many people all over the country and even the world. So please consider supporting this free programming by giving a gift at mercymultiplied.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thanks for listening today, and we hope you'll join us next week.